Are you okay? I'm good. Ice cream growing. Okay, let's just start the podcast. Okay. Hi, I'm Kayla. And I'm Helene. And this is High Crime. Look, we did it right at the beginning. We did it at the very beginning. So I wanted to tell you, this is very like Buddy the Elf, but I just got so excited and I just wanted to be like, I saw a dog today. (gasps) You did? Yes. I was leaving work and this wagon, like I had to, you know, maneuver around like a little wagon this lady was pulling. And when I looked down, I saw a pit bull, one of those gray pit bulls. And I want a pit bull so freaking bad. It was a gray pit bull wearing I think Care Bears pajamas. It was like a onesie. Stop. It was so fucking cute. And it had this like one of those like bulky um, pearl necklaces where they're like the big fake plastic balls. It was like Wilma or, oh my God, what is that show? The Flintstones. Yes, thank you. It was like her necklace, but on a pit bull in a wagon. I know. I wanted to take a picture, but she's walking too fast. My little brother, and by little brother, I mean my 27-year-old brother, sent me a video of a dog that has a tail on his face. I saw that! Yeah, narwhal! Yes! I sent it to my sister because she loves narwhals. (gasps) Narwhals, narwhals, swimming in the ocean, causing a commotion because they are so awesome. What is that from? That was one of those, like, original internet videos of, like, Uh, the narwhals swimming in the ocean, causing a commotion because they are so awesome. That's when everybody found out about narwhals. I didn't believe they were real for a really long time, and then I... uh, I just didn't realize they were. Wow, what magnificent creatures we have on this planet. I know, there's so many. You'll just never know them all. You're welcome for this ASMR of me trying to light a match so I can smoke. Here, I'll add to the the ASMR. (sighs) Oh my god. I don't know if anybody wants that (laughs) ASMR. Oh my gosh. Nothing is working. I just want to light a joint. Why is this happening? Will you light my joint? Oh, I saw Frozen 2. Oh, you did? It was really, really good. Nice. I I saw it high, and it was like, guys, go see this movie high. It is such a good movie to watch high because it's really funny, and it, like, poked fun at itself. But then there were also all these scenes where Elsa was singing, and she just was, like, in, like, a kind of, like, all-black environment, and there were, like, lights shooting. Like, it was very visual. It was just so fucking awesome. It was great. The only thing I was bummed about is I had heard rumors a while ago that there would be a lesbian, like, romance. Like, Elsa would get, like, a partner. And that doesn't happen. No. Okay. But I read a Jezebel article by an actually, by a straight author who pointed out how lesbianic a lot of Elsa's songs are. And that her her dead mom is played by Evan Rachel Wood, who's bisexual and who had actually tweeted how much she wanted Elsa Mm -hmm. to have a girlfriend. And like the song between her and her dead mom is like very lesbian. And that's what the article is about. And it shows it. And it's like definitely about someone coming out as gay, except it's like, it's like, okay, this is about her dead mom. And it's like, is it though? In, is it? Oh, in the new movie? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, I was going to say that. I'm like, there's a whole scene 
And it's just, it, it does. It has this very, like, I could see how they were like, hey, we weren't allowed to give her a lesbian romance, but we kind of gave her, like, obviously not saying like she hooks up with her mom, but just like, we, we were, like, if you read through between the lines, the lyrics of the song, there is a moment where she meets, they go into like this, sorry, oh my God, I just thought the microphone was falling and it wasn't moving at all. <laughs> They go into this like forest and so they meet these new people and there's this one girl and she and Elsa are talking and they just look really cute and I was like sitting there all high and excited and I was like, are they, are they going to be a couple? And they weren't, but they definitely had a cute little like romantic energy. Frozen 3, when is it going to come out? In like 2024? Yes, give Elsa a girlfriend. 2024 is when the lesbian Disney movie is finally going to be made. Yeah, although it took them like a hundred years to put lesbian moms on a Disney Channel show. I mean, I'm happy they did it at all, but but I just like, I was sitting there in the theater and I was so excited and it didn't happen, but then I also was like, let me think about this. They said that LeFou was gay and it's like, there aren't even any outright scenes where he's like with anyone. It's just like, he's obsessed with Gaston, which has literally always been the story and yeah. everyone like lost their shit. And I remember there were countries who like, weren't going to screen it because of the gay undertone. So I'm like, if, if there had been a girlfriend, we would have heard about it. Cause some like stupid uptight country would have like banned the movie from cinemas and all those you know conservative groups would be complaining about it so I was like damn it probably doesn't happen also yeah people forget about that people forget about the rest of the world and that Hollywood movies actually make most of their money um, abroad abroad and overseas a lot in China yeah and there's actually there was an article about like the fi the film industry about the industry how a lot of the financing for movies is coming from China and how it's sort of problematic because there's a lot of censorship and yeah. a lot of not great stuff about censorship and like gay stuff and racial stuff and it doesn't bode well if all of Hollywood movies are funded by China yeah especially if it has ties to the government but that being said, there are still really amazing, and that also goes for avant-garde and queer Chinese filmmakers in China who can't get their films made. Oh, well, sure. I mean, God, look how yeah. hard it is for a straight white woman to make a movie in America. I know. Imagine in other countries. I also, oh, it also made me think of Charlie's Angels apparently is like, has flopped, which like, to be fair, I haven't seen it. But I also haven't seen, unless I've gone to a press screening, I haven't had time to go see any movies. But I'm really curious if it's actually bad or if it's like Ghostbusters and everyone just hates it from the, like, right from go. Because honestly, I think like maybe Ghostbusters wasn't the best movie ever written, but I think it gets so much more shit than it deserves. It is not a horrible movie. If, it, if I still had cable and it was on, it's one of those movies where if you landed on it, you'd be like, oh yeah, this is on. Oh, it's a good movie. I really Amy enjoyed Kinnan it. is so funny. She's so funny. I saw it in theaters with my ex and we were hysterical the whole time. I it loved was, it. Yeah. Also, it said that Kristen Stewart's character was going to be bisexual like she is and then in the interview, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, they like, we decided that it would be better to not show that. Oh, I'm like, I feel like, really? the I feel like she just, she's just like such a hot butch. Like, how are you gonna? I'm like, stop it. You are literally, like, you've literally turned millions of women gay. <laughs> bisexual. 
how you're, like you're, how, yeah how are you not gonna acknowledge that we're just gonna sit here and pretend and also like any character she plays not that I'm saying, I'm not saying that a butch or androgynous person can't play a straight character because there are the offhand butch straight woman. Mm-hmm. However, come on, let's like call a spade a spade. Well, and um, especially just like the way she, it's not even just the fact that she's, you know, butch or androgynous, but it's like the way she's dressed and the attitude, like it just kind of, I thought there was like flirtation in the trailer, but I guess it was just, I don't know. Maybe it's you know what I, you know what I mean. It just pals. Oh, gal pals. <laughs> we were dying at work because one of my male coworkers didn't know that when tabloidy places say gal pals, they mean lesbians, but just don't want to say let or like partners or whatever. You know. That's amazing. Gal so pals. Yeah, Ellie Powell would always talk about Kristen Stewart's gal pals. She has a lot of gal pals. Oh, she has so many gal. Okay. Kristen Stewart is currently dating a um, a Jewish blonde writer. What? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 I know. I, I've, see, I've written about her. Oh, nice. Well, I am so sad that if I knew that Kristen Stewart was into not Victoria's Secret models <laughs> and specifically blonde Jewish writers with glasses, I would have thrown my ring into the- Your hat into the ring. I had my ring. <laughs> no, you're throwing a ring. You're like, marry me, bitch. Marry me now. <laughs> this, is, this is why. This is why. This is why I get all the second dates. <laughs> Same. Oh. Marry me this instant. You've looked at me. Well, here to make ourselves even more upset about our singledom, I'm going to tell you a story about someone who should not have been able to get any partners and got many not only to date her, but to do her bidding. So, Oh, good. These are the people that we date. This is the kind of girl that would ask me out. <laughs> right? <laughs> my bidding. I know. I just like whenever I am reading about this stuff or listening to podcasts or watching documentaries, you're just like this person, like how this like fucked up weirdo, how do they have multiple wives and or husbands? And I just like need, I just want one person who doesn't find it a chore to fucking text me back. Like I I don't want, I don't want enough time to pass that hypothetically I could have died and you wouldn't even know because you've gone that long without texting me. Exactly. That's what I don't get. Also, the intermittent. I don't. I don't like this intermittent fasting trend that people do with texting, where it's like text, 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 yes. and then disappear for six days, and then also text, 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 and then be like, pretend that no time passed. Yes. Hello. Like, am I like, am I so crazy that I think that? And then it's like hey babe what's up and it's like no I mean that guy that I told you like flipped out on me and was like gaslighting me he texted me again the other night and was like so you still hate me right if you think that why are you texting me listen here's the lesson don't text us at all but text us all the time (laughs) but text us all the time but only if you're normal hot cute and have a job and a car or at least like ambition that you're gonna act on just have a dream have a goal (laughs) dream and motivation to accomplish it you know what have a have a have a working lung get up in the morning don't be dead that's all I ask of a partner (laughs) oh my god I was gonna say something else and I don't remember what it was you date a ghost (laughs) (laughs) no 
<laughs> Do you remember that woman who in England who married a pirate ghost? No. Yes. I mean, I read an article the other day that I could not, like, I just, it, it sucked me in. Or no. Oh, no. It was an episode of um, Last Podcast on the Left. They do a whole episode on, I forget what the term is, but people who claim they have sex with ghosts. Honestly, that sounds like the dream. <laughs> what? <laughs> Think of all the effort that goes into getting to know people, having to care. What if you could just stay in bed and just a hot ghost appears and has sex with you and disappears into the ether? Well, how do you know they're hot? Maybe you just can't see them at all. Oh. Well, isn't that better then? Then you could just protect your wildest fantasies onto the invisible force that's having sex with you, which also now sounds scary and I don't want it to ever happen to you. <laughs> I was like, if you want to project your fantasies, you can masturbate. Like, you can do that without a ghost. <laughs> that is a thing. <laughs> we'll move on to the next topic since our parents are listening. Okay. Tell us a story, Kayla. Okay, and I'm just going to warn you that this is one I've told before, but it didn't record. So I'm just telling it again to hopefully finally have a recording of it. So just act like you've never heard it. I've never heard this story. I'm completely surprised and gripping my desk for every detail and on every word. Go ahead. Okay. So one of the first articles I read on this story started, at first glance, Amanda Taylor seems like any other 20-something in America piercings, tattoos, and endless selfies on social media. <laughs> See, mom, you got it. Nailed typical. it. See, mom, that's the typical 20-something in America. She has piercings and tattoos and lots of sexy selfies. You did nothing wrong. I'm fine. I'm average, in fact. Go on. <laughs> I've been having dreams lately where I get like really ugly tattoos that I don't like. And then I'm like, fuck, I don't, how, how do I not remember getting this? And I was really scared when I woke up this morning that I had like two sleeves, but it was just a dream. It was just a dream. Okay. So, oh, I wrote like many other millennials, Amanda, get ready for this, liked hanging out with friends. Damn it. Millennials. Don't <laughs> millennials don't hang out with friends. <laughs> We don't have friends. We just Kayla, we're just we're actually just holograms of people who seem like friends. Possible. Anything is possible. Anything is possible in 2019 because ASAP Rocky was mentioned 50 times this morning in the impeachment hearings. Oh my god. We were talking like day like four years ago, and I said, Do you think on the Senate floor during a impeachment hearing of a president who locks children in cages would the phrase international platinum rap artist ASAP Rocky be mentioned by several weird white bald dudes? No. No. But that's 2019. The simulation has been, it's broken. Anyways. Go on. <laughs> um, yeah. So she liked hanging out with friends. One of her friends was this guy named Johnny Roebuck. Uh-oh. I and... don't like him. No, he's fine. Oh, okay. I don't like his last name. It sounds like it should be Starbucks. But it's <laughs> or it makes me think of like Sears and Roebuck. Yes, Sears and Roebuck. And that's an extinct department store. And it reminds us how our childhood of malls is dying and that's that we're true. getting older and the passage of time continues on. It does. Although remember, time is an illusion. That's time the is last an illusion. Episode. None of us are real. So, so she knew Johnny because he was friends with her husband, Rex. And 
it's Johnny was like very hesitant to say this, but he was like, she and Rex liked serial killers. Oh, can you imagine someone being interested in serial killers? What weirdos. Yeah, what weirdos. I don't think anyone should talk to them or listen to their podcast. <laughs> oh, he has, I have a quote from him. Well, I didn't get it, but I'm going to read it. They were the type of people that liked serial killers. It's a hobby for some people, I guess. <laughs> I think we're the some people and the I guess. <laughs> I'm definitely the I guess. <laughs> But apparently he had reason to be skeptical because I guess Amanda and well, Amanda wasn't just interested in serial killers. She wanted to be a serial killer and Rex was into it too, but it's, yeah, but it seems like he was into it like because she was, you know, so So he was going along with what the cool girl was doing. That's what I think. Um, and so Amanda and Rex met in ninth grade. Now I don't know when exactly, but at some point, hopefully not in ninth grade because that's just so young, but she became pregnant with their son and dropped out of school. It could be ninth grade. Where are they from? Um, it says it somewhere in here, I think. Mm, I don't know. Wherever they're from, it's possible. It is possible. I don't know. But then they had a daughter. So now they have two kids, um, and in 2014, they split up over Rex's prescription drug abuse. Wow. Mm-hmm. Go hard, go fast, kids. Yeah. Uh, so he moved home with his dad, and she was in the house, I hope, with the children. I don't know where the kids are. They're not really mentioned very much. Um, in April 2014, tragedy struck for this family. It's a very young family because Rex hung himself. <gasps> Um, they think it was because of, you know, the opioid addiction he was battling. And, but this is where I'm like, you were a fucking dick because not only did he hang himself, which like, obviously that's really traumatizing for his children and his family, but like he hung himself on his son's seventh birthday. Like you fucked that kid for the rest of their life. Oh yeah. That really fucking sucks. You couldn't have waited even a day. Jesus, or done it earlier, like, on their birthday. Like, did you hate your son? Well, as someone who's been (laughs) depressed, I could say that he probably was like, this is the best birthday gift I can give my son, is killing myself. And he probably really thought that in the moment. Oh, God, that didn't even occur to me. Yeah. It's like, depression is, I mean, you know, you know depression. Yeah. really major like suicidal depression it's so fucked up it really convinces you that you're like yeah this is actually the best gift I could give everyone and then everyone's like no what that's that's heavy yeah so they had I told you they had split up but still I mean obviously she still loved him and him oh yeah so I was saying so like Yeah, they were split up, but Amanda obviously is still super upset about this. Apparently, just a few days before this incident that I will tell you about, um, a few days before any of this happened, uh, Amanda tried to kill herself at Rex's grave. Whoa. Yeah. So she was hospitalized. This was not the first time she was hospitalized. She's been hospitalized before. And so she's in the hospital and she was like, I'm not okay. Like I want to stay here, which I'm like commendable. Good for you. Yeah. And her mom, the same thing was like, look, I really, I think she needs more time in here. And the hospital was like, nope, you know, insurance in America is a scam and we need to make more money. So we need to kick you out of your freaking 
bed. So they release her on April 1st. And three days later, something very, very bad is was going to happen. And it could have been avoided if they just kept her in the hospital and let her get the treatment that she needed. Dang. And even she was saying she yeah. needed Yeah, she was like, I should not leave. And they were like, too bad. So uh, Amanda blamed Rex, uh, Rex's death on his father-in-law, or on, sorry, her father-in-law on Rex's father, because she said he helped feed his son's addiction because he would get the pills for him. So she's like, it's his, it's his fault. And Johnny actually agrees with her. And he says, in my opinion, Charlie, that's the father, uh, Charlie caused him to be addicted to the pills. I know it was Rex's choice to take the medicine and abuse it, but without a steady supply from his father, things could have been different. See, that's, this is where I'm just remembering that this was a previous story. Yeah. (laughs) This is how great my memory is. Tell me a secret. I'll never remember it. (laughs) Which like, I totally can see her point. It's really upsetting. And he definitely, I, is not blameless, but the fact that Johnny agreed with her was really dangerous because she was in such a position that she was so upset about it. It just basically, he just added fuel to the fire. Like she's not hearing his comments and rationalizing them. She's like, yeah, it's his fault. And then hearing someone else confirm it, I think just kind of helped set the wheels into motion. And so, but she didn't want to do it alone. So she finds this guy, Sean Bell, who was just like obsessed with her and he was like going to do anything to impress her. And again, like they both loved true crime, specifically serial killers. And actually her friend Johnny said, he's like, I'm not sure Sean even really was into that, but just was acting like he was because he was into Amanda. Listen, we've all been there. Yeah. I mean- it's not usually about murder, but <laughs> I've definitely been like, oh, yeah, let's do that. That sounds fun. Or, oh, I love I, – I was going to say I love sports, but I've never said I love sports. I fucking hate sports. <laughs> I, like, I don't think I've ever heard you say I love – I love the sportings. <laughs> sports, sports. The, uh, the cricket, the baskets oh, and balls. Baskets and balls. Backs and bases. And bases. <laughs> Foot, feet, and balls. <laughs> Running. With shoes. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. So I can't, I can't totally relate, but I can relate a little bit. So Sean, he claimed that he was ex special forces Navy and that he had been involved in all of this combat, all these killings. And none of that was true. He wasn't in the Navy. And why did he make this up? So I'm going to be talking a lot about, and this you'll remember too, Montgomery County Sheriff Captain. His name is Robert New. And he, there's a bunch, I found a bunch of quotes in an article about, from him about the case. And so he said that he thought Sean, you know, because Sean was actually pretty shy. And he was like, I think Sean created this whole persona to just be attractive to Amanda, to be like, oh, I have the heart of a killer. You know, when in reality, he was just, he's just a guy. Just a guy. Just a guy with a crush on a stone-cold killer. Yep. So the two hatched a plan. They stocked up on weapons. Um, Again, the captain knew, said, the two were in possession of weapons, firearms. Some had been stolen from a relative's house. They had purchased ammunition and magazines for the weapons. It appeared they were both in agreement with what was going to occur, and that was going to start with the murder of Charles Taylor. What are you laughing about? (laughs) Whatever 
I know this is terrible, but whenever guns are mentioned and the word magazines for guns is mentioned, I always picture like guns like on a beach, like taking out like Vogue. <laughs> oh and, my god! Like just like an M an M fifteen and a rifle, just being like, "Did you see this new skirt? I love it." Not even like a gun magazine. It's like a magazine or a gun reading a magazine. Yeah, these are guns. Like in this world, this is where my brain goes. I'm like, oh yeah, these are like anthropomorphic guns at a beach resort thumbing through their magazines. Okay, so we have, you can think about that. (laughs) Here's the location. Okay, I knew I had it somewhere. Okay, so on April 4th, 2015, so remember that's just three days after she was released from the hospital, Sean Mm -hmm. and Amanda went to Charlie's house in Eronto, Virginia. It's spelled like Toronto. I don't like that name of that town, and I think that's something I said when we recorded this the first time. <laughs> something very unsettling about that name. It's uh, Toronto, and it's not. Just like that guy's name should have been Starbucks, and it's not. <laughs> um, so they arrived at precisely 327, which was a number they chose to signify Amanda and Rex's birthdays. And when I say they, I mean Amanda. <laughs> Because I don't think, I don't think Sean was like, yes, let's, we should include your ex's birthday. No. So they, I mean, they get right fucking to it. And Amanda begins stabbing Charlie. And I have a clip I'm going to play at some point and she talks more about it. But at one point, Sean comes in with a tire iron and he like puts Charlie out of his misery. Um, But then Amanda kept stabbing him and she ended up total stabbing him 31 times. Oof. It's a lot. Um, that is a very passionate crime. That is a crime. That is certainly a crime of passion. Also, I too would like someone to tire iron me out of my misery. Oh my god! <laughs> it's the considerate thing to do. <laughs> oh my god! When the dolphins become intelligent enough, if you're listening, dolphins, just tire iron out humanity. We're over. Oh my God. We're we're moving on. (laughs) Anyways. So again, this captain said she wanted him to know that she killed him and she wanted to feel him take his last breath. She, it was very clear that she wanted his death to be personal. Wow. Yeah. Really fucking brutal. And actually, um, because of how brutal the crime was and just like the chaos of the crime scene and the blood everywhere, cops like saw that scene and were immediately worried that there would be more murders. And they were correct. Almost. Almost. So Amanda, back to the scene of the crime when it's happening, um, Amanda, (laughs) Amanda took a fucking selfie next to the dead body. No, Amanda. Okay, just wait. She took a selfie with the dead body, still holding the murder weapon that was dripping with blood. See, mom, tattoos, piercings, just a typical gal taking her selfies. With oh my God. Well then, because it's not bad enough that she took this picture, this bitch had the audacity to reach out to a crime writer who, in my research, chose to remain nameless and sent her the photo and was like, oh, post this to your blog. And then she put it on her own social media accounts. Like not only did she take this murder selfie, but she put it on Instagram. No. She called herself the brunette bomber. You didn't bomb anyone. Right? You should be called, you could at least call yourself like 
the sexy stabber. Yeah. The, the sultry stabber. No. The well, brown-haired she- knife girl. The brown-haired knife girl. That's the one. Uh, so the crime writer reacted like any normal person would. And when she got the message of asking her to post it and write about it, she was like, yeah, no, I'm calling the cops. Good. Thank you, crime writer. Yeah. For giving us a good name. For those of us obsessed with serial killers and are not actually killers and are on the side of justice. Exactly. She said, this is a quote. She said, when I saw that selfie and the smirk on her face, I felt sick to my stomach. She looked so proud of what she had done and I just couldn't believe it. Oh my God. And the writer said that she got the impression from Amanda's messages that she was going to kill more people. Dang. In my notes, I wrote, she was going to kill more innocent lives. Ooh. Kill those lives. She's going to kill those lives. (laughs) Those lives, which are alive. Words are my job, guys. Job words. <laughs> job oh, words. God. Okay. So she and her partner in crime, Sean, are driving from Virginia toward North Carolina. Hey, I was just in North Carolina. And she shared another photo that made it now all of a sudden it went from her. All of a sudden it went from her looking like she was going to kill other people to looking like she was going to kill herself because she posted a photo of a revolver in her lap and she wrote all right it's about that time i'm going to go find my husband in hell and finally be at peace okay but that's assuming that all people who kill themselves by suicide and go to hell when she literally murdered his father and she if there was a heaven and hell I'm guaranteeing you, I don't know, that it's not going to be at the, they're not going to be in the same level of Dante's Inferno, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going, she's going down. She'll have to fuck some other serial killer, like, she could get with H.H. Holmes down in hell. She would love that, though. She would. He, I mean, he, you know, had the murder hotel. Yep. Which Did we, we will talk him? about at some point. We haven't, but I, I'm so fascinated by him. It's so crazy. Same. He had a hotel. Anyways, back to your back okay. to the story at hand. Yes. Okay. So that photo made it look like she wanted to kill herself, but then it looks then it seems she t- changes her uh, attention again because they she and Sean were seen on various security cameras taking out money, getting gas, and buying more ammunition. So it's like doesn't seem like she's done. And they stopped in Tennessee at one point, got a cheap motel, and Amanda decided she wanted to keep killing people. And this is when Sean is finally like, yeah, um, I was fine with the first one, but I didn't want to make this like a thing. I just did it because I like really liked you, okay? But like, see, you can never trust men. No, and also it would be nice if you like – got cold feet before you murdered anyone like you're getting cold fit cold fit you're getting cold feet after you already brutally murdered someone like it's already happened you're like i just wanted to be a one-time murderer not a serial (laughs) killer come on ashley amanda (laughs) so they stop on the blue ridge parkway and amanda sees two young college-age girls who she thinks could be her next victims Okay. All right, co-ed killer. And she told Sean she was going to bring the girls over and he was supposed to kill them. Then they were going to steal their money, keep traveling, I guess become a more violent 
probably less attractive Bonnie and Clyde. Hmm. But Sean was like, yeah, no, I'm, I don't want to go on a spree. Like, I just, I liked you. I don't know what he said, but. Um, I liked you, okay? I only wanted to kill <laughs> one person for you, Ashlyn. Her name is Amanda. Whatever. Uh, I said one murder for our love, not several. Anyway. Go on. Um, so she was livid. She was so fucking pissed that he didn't want to kill for her. So she decided she fucking hated him. So they go back on the road. At one point, Amanda pulls the car over, and I guess Sean was like napping or something. Amanda, or he just wasn't paying attention. Amanda gets out of the car, walks to the passenger side, and she has a gun in her hand. So it's like she's gonna kill Sean. And then she sees a jogger and she fucking shoots at the jogger. She misses. Good. So just completely random. Which was like, oh, there's a just wrong place, wrong time. Okay, here's my this is my continuing argument that happens again and again. Do not become a jogger. Yes, it's too dangerous. What is whatever your hobby is? Whether it's sticker collecting, always with the stickers. Oh, oh yeah, I do love stickers. <laughs> sticker collecting, basketball, paper mache, eyelash collecting, nail clipping collecting. Whatever it is, whatever weird thing you do, the weirdest fucking thing you could do is go jogging because it's just a suicide mission at this yeah. point in time. Mm-hmm. Are you is- a fitness freak or are you just wishing to die? You just, I, I, what is the quote? There's a quote from Fight Club. It's Tyler Durden. And he, it's something like self improvement is masturbation. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like you're just trying to like get praised and that's why you're doing it. And I mean, I don't know. I know my sister runs and she's just a crazy fitness person. But for me, I'm going to stay at home. I got a bike. I can use that, but I don't want to go outside. I'm not trying to get randomly shot by some psychopath who just brutally murdered her father-in-law. Exactly. I have a gym membership. There's stationary things. Also, I live in a large city with lots of people. And if I wanted to be an obnoxious person and jog around, like the people who run on the sidewalk, and it's like, excuse me, you can't just run on the sidewalk and think people are just going to part the seas like you're fucking Moses. This is a city. This isn't your city, Chad, the runner, and Deborah, his adorable wife, and Poodles, their adorable Poodle, who's also somehow wearing a jogging suit. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Where are we? Who am I? Oh my god, okay. Alright, so she shoots at the jogger, but she misses, and the sound... It- finally kind of makes Sean like sit up and pay attention and (laughs) she points the gun at him and she's fucking ruthless she goes I want you to know before you die that I used you for your guns and your car and I hope you die Jamie (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah fucking brutal and the worst part is that after she said that she shot him in the face (gasps) oh yep in the face and then she she took a picture of his face (gasps) this time she didn't post it thank god also i'm just gonna say now like i'm not posting when this episode comes out i'm not posting pictures of the dead bodies and selfies like that's just twisted if you want to google it you can but we're not going to supply that to you exactly we only post 
pictures of people while they're alive. Yes. Unless it's a really unique scenario, like that guy in the in the Midwest who like some Wild West guy who like made sure his corpse was in a museum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That guy we could post because he specifically gave us consent. Or if we ever decide to post those uh, Victorian photos, they where they would do those like death photo shoots, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, where they're they're like yeah, they're, they're like necks is skewed and their like eyes are wide open, and you're like, yeah, this is totally natural. <laughs> this is totally something you want to blow up giant and have hanging over your fireplace that looks at you every night. Totally normal Victorian era Americans. <laughs> okay, yeah. So she took a picture of his face. She left him for dead. Spoiler alert, he actually survives. <gasps> With his fucked up face? Yep. Ooh. Um, so after she did that, she contacted that reporter again. And this is really funny. She calls her on burner phones. And then after the phone, she destroys the... God, what did I do? I wrote after the phone, she would destroy the call. No, she would, after the call, she would destroy the phone and then use a different burner phone, which is like, why are you trying this hard not to be caught if you're calling someone and giving them a play-by-play of what you're doing? And then also, how do you have so much money to buy so many phones? (laughs) It's not like she's buying a bunch of iPhones. (laughs) I forget that there's still other phones. Yeah. Burner phone. Burner phones. What, like an Android? Ha <laughs> 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 Dig at Android users who probably are half of our subscribers and now we have none. <laughs> Whatever. I stand by that. <laughs> Blue oh. messages or bus. Yes. Please. Fuck yes. Unless you're really hot. Have an excuse. <laughs> Oh my God. So yeah, so uh, it it was great for the cops because every time Amanda called this reporter and told her what was going on, she would, after she hung up, she'd call the cops and tell them. So they basically had like a live feed of what Amanda was doing. So she was actually on the phone with this reporter when the police found her driving in North Carolina. Apparently the reporter helped talk her down from going out in a haze of bullets. Well, good. I'm glad that the reporter was able to be like listen Linda listen <laughs> Linda honey Linda baby honey there's th- there's a girl at work whose name is Linda and every time I see her name like on slack or whatever all I can think about is that hilarious video with the little boy who wants a cupcake just like Linda honey listen Linda <laughs> It is, if you haven't seen it, it is so fucking funny. He's so cute. And he's like trying to argue with his mom about a cupcake. Like I cannot handle it. Oh, my hairstylist showed it to me. It's so cute. So cute. Listen, Linda. (laughs) So yeah, so they catch her and uh, they bring her in. And Captain New said that she seemed excited to see him. He said that when with her mugshots, she looked smug. Honestly, this whole scenario, you know who's to blame? Not Amanda Lynn, not not the father, the American healthcare system, because this bitch said she wanted to stay in the fucking hospital, yep. and y'all didn't let her because she didn't have enough money, and now there's dead people. Yep. Murdered. That could have been alive today. I mean, you're not wrong. How many people has the American healthcare system stolen from humanity? A lot. A lot. Everything's a lie. Nothing is real. Enjoy your day. <laughs> okay. So when she's in the interrogation room, wait, I'm missing. 
I don't know. Um, I, I remember reading that when she, when they arrested her, like she, she like complained about how they arrested her. She was like, they didn't even let me take off my seatbelt. They didn't even give me time to put my car in park. It's like, bitch, you've killed one person and you shot another left him for dead like they need to do whatever means necessary to get you so you stop killing people yeah and that's so that's so white girl of amanda yeah. um excuse me officer um this seatbelt's a little tight um i know i have the blood um from the person i just shot in the fucking face but if you can maybe get me a water with lemon or something i'm just a little could, parched could we not drive in a blue car because it doesn't go with my aesthetic. I'm in autumn. Can you turn the music down just a little? I'm just a little overwhelmed right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a bunch of white girls making fun of white girls. It's what we do. Yes. So she didn't have a care in the world in the interrogation room. She waived her right to silence. She told the police everything. And she said she wanted the death penalty. Oh. I mean... Yeah, she- Questing it outright. Yeah, she said, do you get to choose? I would rather just take the death penalty. I kill people. I deserve to die too. It's better if I just go. That would be best for my children. Remember, she's two fucking kids. If I could just get the death penalty and go. Do you get to choose? You choose your own adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, prison very much so cares about what you want. There's there's no one more caring than the American prison system. If we're talking about who is more caring, the American healthcare system or the American prison system, God. It's a hard choice. A hard choice. Um, <laughs> what, if, what if we live in a dystopian future? Well, we do live in a dystopian future, yeah. but uh, even further one where prison is a choose-your-own-adventure. Maybe one day. But it's like crazy, like, sci- like VR, like hyper-real VR, like Matrix-type choose-your-own-adventure. Mm-hmm. And for like years, you have to like fight lions and like live in the jungle and then you only get to leave like you only get to be finished of your crime once you complete the game oh so like you commit your crime and then if you survive the whole system you get to go like have a normal life yeah but that that's i would watch that movie let's write it yeah let's do it so even though she asked them if you can choose and said she wanted the death penalty when it came time she actually decided to plead not guilty Wait, but she but she could have chose the death penalty? Well, like, no. But if, oh. if, you, if she – actually, if she pled guilty, I feel like they usually give you – like, a lot of people a lot of times will end up pleading guilty even if they didn't, like, want to actually, like, admit anything because they want to not get the death penalty because mm-hmm. usually that's the complete, like, capital punishment, no remorse situation. So I don't really know if there's any way she could have chosen death penalty herself. I mean, I guess she kind of, I guess maybe it was a smart thing to be plead not guilty because then you're more likely to get it. So actually I take that back. So that was maybe a good idea. But so Captain New said that he thinks she pled not guilty because she wanted attention from the trial, which makes sense because she's been an attention whore this whole time. Mm. And she didn't get as much attention as you'd think because it took the jury only 30 minutes to convict her of first degree murder. They're like, yeah, she did it. She took That's it. really fucking fast. I was on a um, an assault charge case, mm-hmm. and it took, like, days 
And this fucking murder, they're like, 30 minutes? No, this bitch is evil. Yeah. No, I think if you take a selfie at the murder scene, yeah, I think you're just... Just automatically guilty. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So she was sentenced to life in prison. Oh, the judge called her evil personified. Hmm. Woman is evil personified. I could just see it. Yeah. Yep. And so Sean, remember, survived... Not so great, though, because he took a plea deal and he got a 60-year sentence suspended after 41 years. Tells me he's not making it out of prison. I really don't think so. And he said, he told um, Crime Watch Daily, he said, the thing I guess I can't emphasize enough is the remorse that I have for it, like the guilt that I live with every day of this happening in my life. Yeah, yeah, I have Catholic guilt for possibly upsetting my sister. I, and I've, like, told her these, like, nightmares that I had before, and she, like, legitimately doesn't even remember it happening. It's, like, I, not even something I did to her. It's me not preventing something from happening to her, something she doesn't even remember. And this bitch is over here, like, yeah, like, I'm going to feel guilty for, like, years about this. Like, Brutal. If I had known brutally murdering someone, I'd feel guilty. And I have Jewish guilt over the fact that I forgot to call my great aunt back after she sent me $20 for my birthday. <laughs> so, you know what? And I'm reminded of, reminded of it frequently. Wayne <laughs> never called. What happened? Oh my god. You got I sent you that birthday card. It's fine. I'll just live with it for the rest of my life, just like you, Sean. Yes. And um okay, now I have some chilling clips from Crime Watch Daily of Amanda talking about her murder. Tell me. Show me. Okay. Listen to me. What? (laughs) I'm gonna play it. Play it. That's that's right. It's overkill. (laughs) But I was just free. I was very uh, angry. (laughs) I was very angry that Rex would have done that, but then I got even more angrier that his dad, I just wanted him to feel the pain I felt. Then he brings up Rex again, and that's when I just looked at him and I started laughing. That's the most alive I've felt since Rex died. I was very happy. I was very happy just to finally get all that built-up hate and anger and all those feelings out on him. When I stabbed him, I didn't see anything, and he just looked at me, and he was like, what are you doing? And as I was stabbing him, he had reached up and got my hair. I continued to stab him, but he just kept yelling, and it made me nervous. It sounds like the crowbar, the tire iron or whatever, and had hit him in the back of the head. Amanda says she compares the feeling this of murder to a happy memory. All the nerves and the feeling of like freedom, and that's how I felt. It was very different than what I had in mind. It's not what you see in the movie. I was just really excited. Oh, this is and why she took the selfie. I pictures so I can post it and show everyone. It was just something I, it made me really happy. Hmm. Yeah. I just yeah. feel really fucking bad for her because she should have been back in the fucking hospital and none of this would have happened. Yeah, I mean, she clearly has the thing. The sad thing is, it's like she has these like anger problems. Yeah, just she has all of this built up energy, but she knows. 
like she said it she was like it was great to get all that anger out and like if the system worked like she could have gotten therapy instead of murdering someone yep that's why you get hospitalized when you're a danger to yourself or others yep hello or others yeah oh right and this is the part of the story that doesn't feel real but it is she so amanda reached out on social media to isis oh no amanda yeah fucking isis who apparently have a twitter what do they tweet about i don't know i've never looked i didn't know they they even have one how they feel about the good place ending how it's a pop culture phenomenon and Ted Danson is a wonderful character. I just finished watching the third season on Netflix. It is that show is just so fucking good. But here's a quote about her and Isis. So she said, I had this weird obsession with it for a minute. I tried to reach out, but obviously nothing happened from it. Like she was so confused that people thought it was like she, it got so much attention because it's fucking insane. And she just was like, I don't know why they made such a big deal. Like, so what? I reached out. They didn't get back to me. Yeah. Like, so what? I just like, I'm a fan of ISIS. Who isn't? It's just such a fucking weird thing to hear. Yeah. Clearly everything about this poor woman. I like, I have sympathy for her because she is mentally unstable and was asking for more help. Yeah. And turned down. And this is like one of those worst case scenarios that you hope never happens, but is something that really could happen and continue to happen. People get raped, assaulted, blah, 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 because people aren't getting the help they need. And it's not to say that all mentally, I'm mentally ill. I do not murder people or assault them. However, this stuff could be prevented because there's a small amount of people who do have violent inclinations and they need help. They're not, they're not horrible people, but they need help before they act on their violent inclinations. Yep. I don't, I honestly, throughout everything that I've read about true crime, I honestly don't believe that there are evil people. I just believe that there are incredibly damaged people who take their anger and frustrations out in violent, disturbing ways that could have otherwise been avoided had they received the love, attention, and care that they deserved as humans. I think you're, I think I would agree with that statement. Although there's some people come to mind that I'm just like, they're fucking evil. Oh yeah. I do think that there's a point of no return because in every story, even like Ted Bundy, even the co-ed killer, there's that like point in their childhood where you're like, if someone took that away right now we probably wouldn't have had all of these deaths yeah well yeah because i mean ed kemper like he ended up turning himself in yeah they never even caught him like he's just like i don't want to be doing this and if they ask anytime they ask him in interviews he's like oh i shouldn't be like he he refuses to go to parole hearings because he's like i shouldn't be out there you should just kill me. Yeah, it's wild. Like, there's no one is unsavable. There's a, a... Unless, I mean, unless they're in prison not getting any treatment, which Amanda will be because in 2017, she had appealed her conviction, but she lost. And she says she plans to appeal her sentence to the Supreme Court if she has to. Wow. All right, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Bonne chance, as they say in France. <laughs> <laughs> How cold or, or <laughs> bon sorte, as they say in Brazil. Buena suerte. Yeah, as they say in 
Spain and Mexico and several other Spanish-speaking countries. Several other. Yes. (laughs) Don't even. Whatever you were just about to say, don't. I don't the look on your face. (laughs) Good luck, Amanda. Okay. Well, yeah. So that, I mean, that was it. That is the selfie killer. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. the brunette bomber. Or the girl who has brown hair and knifed someone to death. Yeah. With a knife. Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sharp knife. With a knife sharp. With a knife sharp. Oh, my, oh my God. I, that just kind of made me, because it was like reversed. It made me think <laughs> of um, Baby Yoda. <gasps> Baby Yoda. Oh, fucking cute. I haven't even seen the show. But I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Wait, it's a show? Yeah, the the it's from The Mandalorian. <gasps> oh. Which also has Pedro Pascal, who I am obsessed with. But the they have to wear like helmets and stuff, so I don't think we even get to see his beautiful face. Oh no. So that was the selfie killer and also a lot of just random tangents from us. Happy Thanksgiving. Is this almost bef- is this is next week Thanksgiving? Why don't we say happy Mercury going fucking direct? Yes. Yeah. Happy Mercury going indirect. Yeah. Get your shit together, Mercury. Mercury, Um, leave us alone. (laughs) So, yeah. Give us five-star reviews on iTunes, and then that makes Apple like us, and then maybe we can get sponsors, and then we can make higher-quality content. Exactly, because I tell everyone we have a really successful podcast. So yeah, make us successful. Give us the monies. Yeah, make us as successful as I tell other people. <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> Later, Later, guys. Bye.